You all know what that sound means. To all my 208 subscribers, welcome to the Zach Dressler Show. Thank you for joining. To new subscribers, to people who are just tuning in for the first time, welcome. I hope you like the show. If not, well, just keep on scrolling by. Uh, <laughs> please like and subscribe to the channel, though. Just, just do it. It's not that hard. Just like it. Smash it. Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal? You'll get a notification once a week that this awesome program that Mindy and I are making for you is going to be up. Is that so bad in your life? There's been so much worse shit that's gone on this year. This is to be the easiest thing for you to do. Yeah. Also, everybody, uh, if you're listening on the audio yep. portion, uh, rate and review. Please do. Sends the show up. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, also, great links we got. Oh, yeah, yes. Also, great links. TZDS.TV. TZDS.Gay. They're the best URLs in the world, y'all. TZDS.TV. What was it again? Dot gay and then TZDS dot what? TV. TZDS.tv yes. and TZDS.gay. And you can like when you rate all the audio stuff, you can check out all this uh, fine audio portion of this on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, all the uh SoundCloud, who knows? I mean, there's probably one that's new and started. We're not on that one, but we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who's using like those like it's like altcoins, but like alt uh, alt podcast networks, you know, oh, podcast yeah, uh, yeah, streaming yeah. platform. Like who, like to be honest, who uses Stitcher? If you're listening to this and you're using Stitcher, why? well, I feel like Stitcher is like I feel like a lot of people started Stitcher because it wasn't early. like early because yeah. iTunes and all these other ones you had to have a certain amount of episodes out before you could publish. I, I, I oh, there were some thresholds. You there were some meet. thresholds yeah. you had to meet beforehand. So Stitcher was the way, Stitcher was like, we take every, Stitcher was like Quibi. They're like, we'll take everything <laughs> and anything. But yeah. they didn't die like Quibi right, did. Right. Um, we had a great show today. Uh, my buddy, uh, Chris McRomney is going to be joining us. He's an actor. He's a producer. He's a director. He's an entrepreneur, actually. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to talk to this about Chris, but Chris also owns, uh, I believe, a... a um, he owns a animal service where a dog and cat food provider. Oh, yeah, really? Uh, we didn't, yeah, we, I don't we think we get into that. No, no, we didn't get into that with him. I because we'll check in with him next time. The next time we yeah, check. Yeah. What I really wanted to talk to Chris about was Chris just recently was in an episode of uh, Superman and Lois, which was filmed in Vancouver. Chris is from. Hell yeah! yeah. Chris is cool. from Vancouver. He's a brilliant actor. He's a great producer, but he's a brilliant actor. And so he was in an episode recently of Superman and Lois. You can go check it out. Um, Chris and I met, uh, similar to, uh, last, uh, last week's podcast with John Tag. we met, uh, at a web festival. We met at the, well, we met at Seattle web fest and then a week later we were hanging out at Vancouver and he's one of the coolest down to earth, most likable human beings on the face of the earth. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because he's from Canada. I don't know. John wasn't from Canada and I love John as well. I think it was just like when you're at these festivals, you can't be a fucking dick. Like, I don't like if people, no one wants to talk to you. And like you, just, you should be happy when you're at these, and that's all we were. We we're just happy. We we're having a good time. Everyone, you know, it, it was a cool place. But he's joining us the show. He's joining us on the show. It is the show? Jesus Christ! I can't talk today. Get it together. Well, you know, listen. It's uh, it's it, tzds.gay. It's tzds.gay. But it's also uh, it's 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 a big big holiday. Um, something Huge that holiday. I love. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big. Here's the thing. It's like I'm a Jew. Non-practicing. Tomorrow will be the holiday. Yeah. But you yeah. know, but you're right. Tomorrow will be the holiday. But this, listen, this week is a big holiday. This week is a big holiday. So I don't mind a big holiday guy, like I said. I'm Jewish, non-practicing. I like Christmas. I'll do it with people who want to do it. You know, I'll celebrate Hanukkah. Passover was a couple weeks ago. Uh, didn't observe. But, you know, whatever. But 420 is upon us. And for those of you who don't know what... <laughs> It's 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 a mixed emotions. These are all mixed emotions because if you love 420, if you know what it is, you're excited about it. If you think drugs are the devil, that then that's the sound effect you get. But I don't know what this sound effect is. If you're if you're already vaped out of your mind, is it this is what you feel? Oh uh, yeah, this is the chill. This is the one that's yeah. Oh yeah, and you love it. Yeah. This is the type of music you want to listen to. But yeah. Yeah, I can't hear you right Sorry, now. Sorry, I need to organize these drops. That's fine. Uh, it's fine. 17 weeks doing the show. It's whatever. We like to fly. We, there's no structure here. We just do what the fuck we want. And so having that, it's going to be 420 tomorrow. That We're really excited about this. Uh, we're going uh, to smoke some weed. We're going to roll a joint. Now, 
uh, this was this little segment coming up here was kind of inspired by um, uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen has a new weed company called Houseplant. I have not gotten any of their product yet. Have you? No. Every time I try the the first, I, I honestly I've stopped trying to get it. I think the first month it came out, the first few weeks, it was damn near impossible to get any any type of product delivered from his um yeah his dispensary his company. But I've heard good things. Uh, I you know I love Seth Rogen. I love him as a writer and actor, as a performer, as a director. Uh, why wouldn't I support? Uh, you know he obviously he's oh, very open like I am about smoking weed. Why wouldn't I buy a product from him? But on his uh, Instagram handle. Uh, he released a, a video on how to roll a joint. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I've had plenty of friends that grew up, I grew up with who don't know how to roll joints. Uh, uh, some of them know how to roll blunts, but not joints. I like to do both. Um, but he he put this video out. It's probably right here, right next to me. Um, little snippet of it, and it, it was interesting because there were certain techniques I never even thought about using. And or doing, and I still may not do them, but we're going to try to do his uh, style of joint rolling right now. So I'm just going to move my computer here and bring this fine plate of green cannabis that uh, we have pre-crushed, the indie pre-crushed for me. Yes, of course. Um, and uh, we're going to do this little uh, this little J rolling here. Yeah. Now, um, I think in the video, this, this is the, I can't I find the video. Do you have it? Uh, let me find it. I want to have it up while yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. it so that we can follow along. Let's see. It's not on YouTube for some reason. No, I think it was on his... I think it was on his Instagram. Um, uh, okay. Let's see here. Is this it? No, nope, this is the his how to make his ashtray, which was four weeks ago. Where is is this it? It might just be an IGTV. Come on, load. Let me find it here. IGTV. Oh, tips it over here. Here we go. IGTV, how to make an ashtray. Wow, it's not here. What the fuck? I know I sent it to people. Uh, you know what? Let me look through my messages because I know I sent it to someone. Unless yeah. it's unless it's gone now, let me go here. No worries. Yeah, take your time. I'll just cut this out. Maybe it's on houseplant.com. Message. Oh, it was part of Hound. Okay, I found it. I found it. Oh, can you text it to me? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna message. I'll uh, it's part, go to go to. So if you go to house, it's all one word. House plant us. That's the handle. Oh, on Instagram. On Instagram. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Let me put it on the screen that we both see here. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to just roll through it and pause it as we go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're have to do that curved thing. We do. Yeah, because like, well, we don't have to, but no, it's, we're gonna it's try. Part it. of the we're gonna try it. So we're gonna try it. All right. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we found we have the video. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through it step by step here. There was just some interesting things. So let's let's click this off. First of all, I love the way he shot this. Uh, you know, with some old school footage, the way the filter that they used, I think, was pretty cool. It's just very like VHS, you know, style gradient going on. Sorry, my mute button. Uh, all good. I'm all about the zoom here. Um, I think there's a. Uh, uh, Copywritten music, so we'll we'll keep it muted. Mm, okay. We'll just talk over it. That's fine. So yeah, I mean, there's uh, yeah. See, look, look at the. <laughs> this is great footage right here. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Houseplant educational videos. All right, right. sweater, yeah, very very Freddy Krueger sweater he's got going on. <laughs> How to roll a joint. So he's probably breaking down the process of steps here. It says four steps. So you need one, a grinder. Now, we've already grinded up our About stuff. About a ground, yep. All right, we have the paper. 
and we already grounded up the nug. And the fourth is a filter, which we have right here. Yeah, a little, little piece of cardboard. A little piece yep. of cardboard. Okay, so let's Ooh. pause it here for a second. Yeah. Because this was the step that, I mean, right from the beginning. Yeah. So you got to make a curve. You got to rip off the bottom, not the gluey part of the paper where right. you seal it, but the bottom piece to make a curve. Now, I've never, have you, do you do that? I've never done this before. I've never done that before. But when I, I'm I'm mask I'm I'm a mask uh, on and off I'm I'm like the Christian church up here kneel up you're, kneel listen up here. you're half vaccinated so it's fine you can <laughs> yeah. half do what you want I know do. we're in my apartment I don't know yeah, exactly <laughs> and again as I say this every episode we're a good ten to twenty oh, feet separated yeah, yeah. yeah anyway um what was the question have you ever have you ever put a curve oh the curve like ripped off a piece of paper no but um when I saw it I was like that's the missing piece. To my terrible joints. Do you? Th I, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. go back. Just just go back yeah. a couple of frames because I, I want to see how he how he rips it off. Does he lick it? Does he like? Okay, so he just, he just rips it. He just tears it. How so, does he tear it so perfectly though? God damn! You just gotta keep your thumb there. You know. Let's see. Let me go back a little time. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let me see. Let me watch this technique here. So he he doesn't start like at the corner. He starts up at the top. Well, I mean, just you know, start at not very much at the top, and then just try to go near the bottom. Yeah, as close as you can. I don't. I don't. This is hard. I'm fucking this up already. As long as it's a general curve. Oh no! Yeah. The bell curve. We're getting graded on a curve system here. Here, See, mine. like this is the pr this is why I don't. I mean, like once I don't understand people that fuck with the paper once they like it shouldn't be. All right, I guess I got a curve. As long, I guess the thing is like the as long as the corners are out of the way. Okay, I so I got that. The, I mean, cool. like, yeah, yeah, took it off. Okay, okay, so that's gone. So now we shoot that. Out. Okay, so let's go to the next step here. So we got the curve, which again I've never used the curve before. Okay, and he explains why. I don't remember why he uses the curve, but I. I okay, so now you got to grind your flour, and I found this interesting. I always grind my flour, but never. Grind it too much mm. because then you can't. The air doesn't get through. And yes. I've I, I've never had this issue, um, but it makes sense because I've had people packing it too tight. Okay, so after you break it, all right. So let's see here. Take it with your thumb. So the gum's facing you. Like yeah, the gum is facing you. Okay. Okay. So now we put this in here. A little sprinkle, sprinkle, dash, dash. This is See, a, like this, this is the best dead air on a podcast because we're just rolling. We're, that's great. We should have gotten an ASMR mic and like fucking <laughs> yeah, a condenser mic and just hear everything. Exactly. Everything. So like, I'm not going to use all the weed that's on the plate because a lot of it is very fine, finely yeah. ground. But okay, it seems Apologies. that dude, it's fine. It, dude, I it's it's what a grinder does. <laughs> right. So now it seems as if he's taking it and all right, shall I continue here? Yeah. Let me see here. Just slip that middle part up and it should roll right in. Let's try it. See, my problem with joints when I don't roll them when I when I roll them normally is that they they're not even. Yeah, same. I suck at them. So like right now, like uh, it's not this it's, is so much better. It's actually it's actually kind of better with the curve. It's so really like better with the curve. So I, I think I rolled mine a little too tight. So I got to loosen mine up a bit here because I'm used to rolling. Fuck. It's been so long since I rolled the joint, dude. Hey. hey. Ooh, it's falling out a little bit. Hey, got it. Let me see. Nice. That looks nice. That looks real nice, In dude. Room. Yeah. I'm fucking up. Let me. Uh, <laughs> um, let me. Fuck. I just everything fell this. out. Everything fucking fell out. It's because I was worried I was going to roll too tight, so I'm going to break it up again. And then I got to add some of the pieces that fucking fell out. God damn it, Zach. <laughs> so this is my issue is that, like, this is why I roll cones because cones are easier to roll for me because I, I don't, I think I get a better shape with the cone. Yeah. I can never do cones. I know cones are easier, but for some reason the shape of a cone... I, I can't I can't wrap my head around it how to how to roll it right. This is gonna be a terrible joint. Actually, it came out okay. 
But I, I not bad. Uh, see, my problem is, is that I rolled this end piece, and so this is this is the thing that the next thing that gets me is that he rolled it without the fucking filter. Yeah. So let's go to yeah, the. Yeah, you next. always roll it without the filter. What? Yeah. What? What do you mean? I've, what? Nev- I've never done that. I've always rolled the filter. I've always oh, no. d- gotten to this part and then jumped the f- dumped the filter in before. Filter I- and last because you never know. Oh, well, I mean, what do you mean you never know? Now my hole is too small to put the fucking filter in. That's never been a problem before. Um, well, I don't know. I've always I've always done done it the opposite way because you never know which side fits the the uh, the the crutch better. But sure. I guess when you roll it with it in there, you don't. You're there's no there you're is no creating point. it. Now, I think that's yeah. why it's easier for me to roll. So I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So now we're folding this thing up. But let's go cool. to the so filter part. Next. Yeah. Now we're rolling, next putting step. this. And he goes into this whole. The, the cool thing about the filter is we're sealing the joint, which we've already done. Yeah. See, my, his is so much fucking nicer than mine. And now I don't remember which side's which, but fuck it. Now we got to insert the filter. Okay, so yeah, and he so does it like it that, up. right? Yeah. But Tight. right after this, he tells me he, which is interesting. He goes, uh, you know, you can adjust the filter shape or like the design so you know if it's you're smoking an indica, sativa, That's or hybrid, smart. which is kind of cool. And that, and I've seen that on joints, like pre rolls that I bought here, and I never thought of that. And now I look every time; it's like a fine wine. Yeah. Okay, that works. I'm glad it works for you, Wendy. Booyah. And then, like, swimwear, dog. Nah, man. See, fuck this shit. Isn't there, like, swimwear? I need, a, like, I need I need clippers. <laughs> eh, it's fine. It, it's half of it's, it's, it's three quarters in. There you go. I think I, I put, I put the, I think I put it in the wrong way. Like I, I I folded it long ways as opposed to uh I see. But I, I feel a pulling. Let's get a little toke on, huh? Let's get a little let's get a little blaze on. Now wait, there's one more there's one more piece of this video, which is I think making the fuse tip. Okay. So I think the last step, Indy, is Alright, so he puts it in the filter. Okay, so we got that. That's what it looks like. And that's it. And now Bonus tip. Oh, it's a bonus tip. Oh, see, this is yeah. it right there. So that's interesting. And then step six, finishing the joint. So now it's just it's clamping this at the top. So like what I normally do is like I used to I used to shake it so I can yeah. get everything down. But I'm worried but my filter is going to fucking that, With that tip, uh, that, that'll pack them in there tightly. Yeah. So, yeah. So you don't want to do that. So it's interesting. Let's see. Let's try it, eh? See, I can tell it's sealed nicely because I'm, it's it's sealing the top. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's light this bad boy. And it's a very it's a very simple J. I will say it's it's pretty. It's it's Come on, light, bitch. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. That works. Sweet. All right. Hey, that's the Zach Dressler show, y'all. That's how we do it, huh? Sweet. Well, <laughs> I don't want to get too lit before Chris gets on. <laughs> uh, I know my man was probably going to be token as well, but I want to be somewhat clear-headed. <laughs> but, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a cool technique. Uh, I love the curve. You love, so you're all, you're all about curve. All about the curve. I oh. think Seth, I think it takes somebody like Seth Rogen to to uh, revolutionize joint rolling. I think, uh, <laughs> Listen, the man's done enough. Okay, <laughs> let someone else revolutionize joint rolling. He, I don't think it's revolution. An iconic film at 13 years old. He's Did he already. Really? I mean, super bad. I mean, he wrote that at 13 years old, right? Oh, I didn't know he wrote that at 13. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I will say. I will say one of the coolest, and I I do know the the behind the scenes of this. I say that one of the coolest things i've seen in, in in all the he's done a lot of cool shit in his movies but was his pineapple express oh, yeah. when he did the cross joint yeah <laughs> that's fucking cool yeah sorry <laughs> no, that fine. is fucking cool i don't Santa care the mic that's okay I know. It's, it, <laughs> but that's 
Because I don't even know how to construct something like that. Yeah. You're right. But you did you, you did you lived off? I, I it's funny. You know what's <laughs> interesting? I, I like it's interesting because I'm used to rolling maybe this is post pandemic Zach. I'm used to rolling joints that are shareable. So I think that's why I roll mm-hmm. cones or blunts. But I ain't sharing shit with nobody for a long time. Yeah, you're rolling time. multiple ones. I'm right. Yeah, I'm rolling multiple ones. So this might be because I used to roll kind of joints like this, and my friends would be like, "Dude, these are pinners, bro. Why are you giving me pinners? Give me a regular." I'm like, "Dude, this is a regular size joint. What the fuck are you talking about?" You know. And now as we get older, it's like I don't need to smoke that much to get me high anymore. So yeah. Well, hey. Well, anyway, let's. Uh, I was good. I'm uh, nice and toasty. And let's get my fuddy. Let's get my fuddy. Jesus Christ, this is gonna be a great interview. Let's get my buddy Chris McRomney on the show. My friend Chris McRomney joining us right now, man. Dude, it's been it's been it's good to catch up with you. It's good to see you. First thing yeah. I want to do and say is congrats on that role with fucking Superman and Lois. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks. How did how, awesome. how how like I mean, tell me about it. Like, how did that come about? I you're an actor, so like I'm sure you auditioned for it, but like to get something awesome like this. I mean, you've done plenty yeah. of fucking cool shit. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh... It was it was great. Like you know, we all go through the process with the pandemic happening and everything. Right now, we're we're doing self tapes at home. So I just uh, I did a self tape for it, and uh, I honestly, you know, I kind of threw it away because that's what we got to do, right? Yeah. You know, like you're just like okay, did it. It's out there, and uh, yeah, um, got the call like from my agent, and they were like, oh, it's, I got it. Uh, around Christmas time, actually. Nice. So so she's like, oh, you booked uh, Superman and Lois, but they're not going to shoot until the new year. But she's like, Merry Christmas. And then I think like a day later, it was like Turner and Hooch, which was just another small little thing that I got to do. So it was nice, two little Christmas presents to, to work in uh, yeah. the new year. But uh, honestly, the experience on Superman and Lois was unreal just because, I mean, as kids, right? Like, do we not like always pretend to be superheroes no, 100% <laughs> you know what I mean yeah that's that's why, that's why I was excited for you I mean I know like I know you love this this world that you know Superman Marvel you know Star Wars all yeah. that stuff like I do so like you know it's cool when we book gigs it's cool when we create things but to book something that like you're you're you've been in love with but passionate you're, you're, with you're so you into yeah. right yeah you know what I mean and you and you kind of follow the different takes on these characters you know because you know the guy that's playing Superman right now is like you know he's 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 the latest kind of rendition at least for television yeah and he's doing a fantastic job but you know he came up through through the other CW shows right it was like Supergirl and yeah all the other Arrowverse type of things but uh, it was just, you know, it was a long day because you had to do a day and night stuff. And, you know, as an actor, well, I guess you're going to be sitting around. Yep. Right? Just waiting. So, just waiting. yeah, I think I was there from like eight till almost one in the morning. Wow. And has yeah. the episode aired? Yeah, the episode aired like two, three weeks ago, okay, I think. Okay, okay. When you posted yeah. it. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, so, so it's come out and, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun. It was a quick little thing, you know, but Whatever. didn't die so. That's always good. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, how have things been? How have things been going up there with COVID? I know we, you know, like you said, it's been tough. Like, is it been just as bad in the states? Are you guys like doing the thing? You know, precautions or what? Uh, when when it comes to 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 the industry or as in general, like life out here, life out there. Because I feel like I life everywhere else outside of the United States is grand and great. And here it's in, in the States, it's like, depends on what state you're actually you guys, in. You guys were absolutely fucking bonkers, I think. You know, you know, there's been a changing of the guard. And now it sounds like things are under control. But, you know, we're looking from the outside in. You're on the inside. So you'd probably know better. But out here, honestly, in in B.C., we, we were doing so well during that first wave, right? Yeah. Like everybody got locked down, right? The country, yeah. everybody, globally. Well, everyone did it right globally, yeah. except for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, not your fault. No, no, nothing. that's nobody's fault. There's nobody's fault except exactly. for uh, some guy that shouldn't have been there in the first place. But, you know, whatever. Exactly. exactly. But, you know, out here we were doing all right. And, like, I, I talked to people in, you know, Winnipeg. I talked to people in Toronto, uh, and like they've had it 
pretty bad, like lockdown wise here. It, it's honestly until more recently, it's, it's kind of felt like life is normal because once the initial restrictions kind of wore off, like gyms have been open, yeah. you know, they started group classes, you go get your hair cut. Okay. Uh, no, I've never not been able to go other than like the initial lockdown phase, but like go and get something from like, say the mall. <laughs> interesting interesting. You know? interesting like so go to a restaurant there's breweries all around like you can yeah go. They're, they're following protocols let's get that clear right there's prospects and there's like you got to wear masks until you've been served your drink or your food yeah. you know but uh there, we, i felt like i was still living life yeah. recently because of the new variants and stuff they've done a shutdown there's no like dine-in service like as of like last thursday oh no shit so, yeah everything's back to like patio or takeout only okay and uh like no church services no fitness classes gotcha stuff like that for like three weeks but what about production i mean did you guys like have did you have struggle with production i mean vancouver's heavy heavy into production for a lot of different oh, things things are rolling like there's there's obviously i think being hiccups especially maybe at the beginning when they were first introducing their protocols yeah but I mean, it's, it's great. You got to get COVID tested like three times before actually. Oh, wow. So yeah. Three so times for, before going on set once you have to get tested yeah, three times. So, so yeah, <laughs> for example, like there was, <laughs> what show was it? Um, oh, I think it was uh, charmed. Okay. And, and I believe charmed was, uh, yeah, I believe charmed was, was the very beginning of the whole COVID protocol. So they they made you uh, do the wardrobe fitting via from here. I did it from here. Like they dropped oh, some wow. boxes. I got into to my clothes, did a camera, like a, a Zoom meeting basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, yeah, we like that. Okay, cool. Put it into box number two, leave it back outside your house. They had transport, come pick it up. And that's how we decided wardrobe. And then after I had to go get tested, like I think I shot on the Friday. If I was shooting on, let's say if I was shooting on the Friday, I'd get right. tested on Monday, have to get tested on the Wednesday, then get uh, tested on the Friday. Uh, like a rapid test. When you go into to, onto set. Wow. So that's more of like um, probably a contact tracing one, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, funny because so, it's like I, I so I went I went on a shoot today for the very first time like for I mean, my new job and everything and yeah. I haven't you know I haven't been on set on anywhere since last March, mm. um right before the pandemic and before the pandemic like right before it happened before everything shut down we did a shoot a music it was like a music uh, music show type of shoot everyone was wearing masks everyone you know there wasn't testing that was available yet to do it but everyone was like you had to like wipe your hands down this one we only had to do one one COVID test. So we had to do it two days before the shoot or three days before the shoot. So okay. I got my COVID test last Friday. It came back on Monday negative. And I thought we'd have to do it again, considering we were shooting on Wednesday. They're like, Nope, that's it. They're like, have you been anywhere? I'm like, uh, I mean, I've been to the grocery store. I've been to like, I've been doing things, not like seeing people. Um, and then when you get there, they take your temperature, but there's no, and you just have to wear your mask. But but like that's like that's so it's like, so lax. It's so insane to me. Like here, it's like you show up, you get you, like you gotta when you show up to the studio for your first COVID test or whatever, or wherever they're doing the tests. Yeah. Like you gotta have your mask on. Like you don't take it off until no. We didn't. Like, I didn't take off my mask at all. And maybe it's because it, you know this, this was you know these are major studio productions, so studio has bigger protocol. I've heard, Absolutely. I've heard like I remember when they reopened Hollywood and think it was in October with shooting. One of yeah. my friends is a set designer, uh, wardrobe designer for a show on CBS, and they were just, you know, they're figuring out all the protocols. They're hiring all these third team protocol like parties, you know, these companies to come in and, and run it. And uh, the first day that they were there, they, you know, they each had to get tested two days before, then get rapid tested there. And yeah. my friend got rapid tested, and she got she tested negative, you know, the the one before, and thought she was good, and she was good. And then she did a, uh, they did a rapid test. She's sitting there eating lunch with one of her friends, like off break. And she gets a phone call from like a random number. And she picks up, she goes, hello. She goes, hi, is this, I'm not going to say her name, so-and-so. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, where are you right now? Uh, who is this? She's like, oh, this is the, these are the people that are doing the protocol for the COVID testing. Uh, where are you right now? She goes, well, what do you want? She goes, well, where are you right now? They're like freaking her out. 
You know, yeah, it's like because again, it's very new, and they're like, well, they're like, she's like, I'm having lunch right now. Like, where are you having lunch? She's like, I'm in whatever part of the studio set, and they're like, and all of a sudden, she said like three people. It was like something from Monsters Inc. Three people just come and swarm her, and they're like, there she is, there she is, and they had to like take her away because her test that she took, rabbit test, came back positive. However, it was a mess up by the person who was doing the intake. He wrote down the wrong person. Oh man. And it's like, you know, like the whole she was she was parent, you know, she was, you know, you know, traumatized. She was upset by it because again, it's like she's been taking all these precautions. She also has like yeah. a pre-existing condition. So she's mm-hmm. freaking the fuck out. Freaking out. Like, yeah, what the hell is gonna happen? And so like it was a whole I mean, it went all the way to the studio head and they had to apologize and like, you know, if you want to take a week off, we and she took a week off because she's like, I don't know, like now I'm nervous. Like, you know, if someone if someone had an on set who they said they claimed that they did and they mistook me, like how are they gonna get this right? And yeah. so I think like the company had it obviously the, the company had to find someone, a new company to come in and do it. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean I feel like I feel like when everything gets back to normal, you know, I was talking about with my producer Indy before, like everyone has this anxiety about returning to a normal workplace, whether, you know, what, what no matter what job yeah, like, you have. Like what? Yeah. But like what is it? What is normal? Right. Gonna be, right. Right. So, you know, what is it that we're going back to? I'm, you know, I for one, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable working at home. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I have become comfortable, but I understand the need to also have people at home the workplace sure i mean i just think i, I think we're just, it's just gonna it's just so much it's weird working from home when you start a new job or when you're you know everyone's starting a new company but like just working from home i feel like it takes away that element of normal socialization like people are losing socialized yeah. skills because it's not oh, like i could sure. turn around to you and be like yo man you want to grab a cup of coffee i gotta like hit you up formally on a, not formally <laughs> but you know hitting you up on on computer or email or slack yeah be like hey how are you what's going on rather than like, yo dude yeah Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. And you don't want that disconnect, right? Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. So yeah. Who knows? Protocols here are good. They've done an amazing job like out here. Yeah. That's good. That's real good. Yes. So I know in like your producer, your director, an actor, what do you prefer to be? Like, what do you prefer? Do you like being in front of the camera or behind the camera? I know like me, I like to do both, but like, do you have a preference? Um, you know what, like I got, it's, it's a love hate thing. I think when it comes to producing, you know, yeah. uh, acting is always going to be my, my number one thing. And, uh, I, I kind of like lost sight of that, I think for, for a bit, because, you know, I was doing a lot of producing. Like, that's, what, that's how we met. Like, Chris, was that? That's how we met when it was at the, yeah. was at the festival. You yeah. were the producer of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Night Owl High. Night Owl High, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was at Seattle Web Fest. We were at, uh, yeah, Seattle and then Vancouver. Yeah. I think, yeah, Seattle's we where met, we met. That's where right? we met. Yeah, yeah Seattle's where we met. Uh, yeah, blazing by a, a gate that opened. In the middle <laughs> of- <laughs> yep. But yep. yeah, <laughs> that. Anyways, I, um, but yeah, um, acting for sure is. Yeah what I, I love doing the most uh and what i decided to do last year like in 2019 i was just like all right you know i've been doing a lot of producing the last thing i had uh finished working on was b-side which uh we won like uh an mpa yeah. grant and i uh, got to do for the whistler film fest right right and uh an amazing experience but it was exhausting and at the end of that i was just like man i, I would love to just be able to be called on to set and just show up and like you know, do this little job and not have to worry 24 hours a day about right about everything that goes into the production of it all. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know, as a producer, like it's, it's yeah, you you do everything, but it's some of the most least recognizable work. Sure. <laughs> absolutely. You know, yeah. it's kind of like a yeah, you you, you kind of take the the shit for everything. It's like being a waiter, right? You know, the waiter. No, hundred percent. Shit for everything that happens in the restaurant. <laughs> No, exactly. Exactly. I think, uh, I think, I think that, you know, the struggle sometimes like I, like I find being like, you know, wanting to be in front of the camera and also producing is that like a lot of the times you end up producing the things you're in front of, you know? And then when someone likes your work, they're like, Hey, we want to use your work or buy your work, but we don't want you in front of the camera. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you could be the EP, you can be the producer, but we want to replace you. Are you cool with that? And it's an ego check, but it's also like I feel like it's a good a good ego check. It's like you know what, I'm glad I got this piece to where it needs to be. And if people yeah. think you know somebody else can heighten this and make this project better, sure. And I think that's a hard thing to do. I I know a lot of people that struggle to do it where they've written something and they produce something, whether it's like a, a pilot, two pilots, a season, whatever it is, and they present it. And a company comes back to them and they're like, we love it, but we don't want you as the main role. And then people just like, you know what? Then it's not for sale. It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not for yeah. you. Well, they back out. And I think that's like, you know, that's that a situation. Like mine, I think is a bit different of a situation where it's like, you know, you're, you're very involved in the pro projects that yeah. you end up producing. So you've, you've written them or you're, you put yourself in as a character. And I know so many people who end up doing that, but because I've never really like, like, I just, like, I became a producer and I never really had the whole, like, oh, I, I write or, like, you know, the opportunity to really put myself in, into something. Night Owl High, like, I had, like, what, a line or two, yeah. like, just as a cameo. But uh, for the most part, like, I, I don't uh, I don't end up working on projects that, like, I'm heavily involved in when it comes to the writing of it or, or being in it as an actor. I'm kind of, like, asked by somebody like hey would you like to produce so on and such yeah, and yeah. i join a team or a, you know to try and win a grant or whatever but yeah yeah no i get that so, so i have like a different level of attachment so i can see that with when when you put like your everything into a project it's so hard to let it go true and on my end i kind of like I embrace and I love the project and it'll always be something that i'll promote forever but i i very easily like kind of after I've done, I'm done making it. It's whoever yeah. wrote it, the director, the person that's like, thanks for helping me do this is usually like, I'm going to carry it to wherever I need to carry it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So no, I get just, that. And I get that. I, I think, and I'm, and I'm, I'm totally with you on that whole sentiment, but I find mm -hmm. it, I, I always find it interesting when, when someone's trying to break through and they really want to break through in any possible way, you know, most, mostly in front of the camera, being an actor, mm -hmm. if you have a project, even though it might be your baby, you love it. Sometimes, like you say, like when you're at, like when you were, when you were, um, you know, doing auditions, you just got to do the audition and let it go. I feel the same way with projects because if you really want to break through as an actor or into this industry as a director, sometimes, like if someone loves something so much and this is your way in, like take it, take it, take. let that go, let it see what happens because people are still going to come back to you for other opportunities, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And, and I think people get so fixated sometimes with like, this is my baby, I need to make it my way, and then nothing happens. And, and nothing may happen even if you give the baby away. I mean, how many yeah. times have you, have, have you, I mean, you know plenty of people in this industry that have written pilots and written shows, and the company has bought it, and they've made it, and they've produced it, and then never sees the light of day. Right, right. Yeah. And that's how it goes, I would a lot say. Of the time. We're like a good 80 to 90% of the product, right. products that are out there. But the, the thing is that people get called for other projects and get involved more yeah. because, like, you know, they've they've let go of that, uh, you know, this this expectation where it's like, I need to make this. Because, again, it, it the, an opportunity may come down the road where you get to rewrite a little bit. And even if it's rewritten a little bit, you get to make it. And maybe you, you might be able to get blah, you might be able to be in it this time. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's and that's what a lot of people also tell me they're, when they're like, are you still producing? And I'm like, not not really. I, I, I kind of like hands down said I'm not producing for 2020. Yeah. You know, before the world was going to spin out of control. Yeah. It was plan, you know. Right. Just to focus on acting for the year. Yeah. I, I got a, a new agent uh, just for a fresh start, trying new things. Booked off the first audition. So Great. that was done. You know, yeah, and uh, just been it's been a, it was a great ride. Like, I mean, pandemic, sure, it slowed things down for for a bit, but I think for every actor, it was it was like kind of a blessing to be able to start learning how to do your tapes at home, yep. like set, set your stuff up, man. How many people like didn't have the equipment before when it came to a self tape, and then the running off and paying, you know, 60, 70 bucks to somebody to go tape it. Hey, guilty because people used to come here and, and, and get tapes. Nobody does now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm glad people are doing their own thing. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. It's, it, they, I, I can totally, my girlfriend's the same way. My girlfriend, you know, was the, 
she was, you know, thankful a bit for the pandemic because everything slowed down for her. She didn't have to like, you know, she didn't have to work so many different jobs to make, you know, make rent so she can go on auditions and have these, you know, unique yeah. times and be flexible. You know, she really wants, she's, you know, she's a brilliant actress, but she's even more talented as a VO actress. And so she got to slow down. She built this whole like, you know, VO booth in our closet. Nice. And and literally just from day one of the pandemic, just started going on Voices.com and other places and just, you know, auditioning, auditioning. And then not even joke, three weeks later, she booked like a commercial. She started booking, booking more and all this stuff. And, you know, now she's got like, she's got an opportunity. Uh, she she was uh, casted and it's going to air uh, in October for some uh, animated series that's going to be on Netflix. Oh, so, yeah. Amazing. But like, Amazing. If, if she, I, I honestly think if this, like you said, like if, if things didn't slow down, if she didn't get to like sit down and focus, some of those opportunities may have never, she might have just, yeah, she might have just kept on going through the whole rat race of it all. And just like, you know, burnt herself out with, you know, doing these odd end jobs and taking these freelance jobs just to make ends meet while she was waiting for someone to call for an audition. Now, you know, it's like yeah. she took her, it took, it's like took matters into her own hands. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And yeah, it was is is a great opportunity, I think, for everybody to just slow down and and, yeah. and, and try some new things. Absolutely. And when it came to self tapes, you got to like hand in your best work, yeah. as opposed to, to to going in and like you know nerves will get the best of them. You know what I mean? And no, hundred percent. I completely agree. First take or two, and then you're like, I guess I'll see you in like six or seven months. Yep later uh whereas now you get you, you get to edit you get to edit it and you get to watch you know, and analyze it take your time you know let's, let's do that again you know so yeah it's, it's good and i think that will help for when we are eventually back into the room i think it's going to give you a new level of confidence because you've been able to work out the things that you never noticed yeah and i think it's just gonna it's gonna like i think you know when you talk about getting back into the room i think this is gonna broaden you know, uh, it's going to open up more for actors around the world to audition because you don't have to come. You don't have to come to Hollywood anymore. You don't have to go to a certain location or New York or Vancouver or wherever the hell you the, the production's happening. Exactly. To to meet the agent, to meet the casting director, you can just log on and just do it. Yeah, and and I mean, the funny and it's funny because you could have did that before. Right, but they yeah. didn't want to. Everything had to be in person. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we realized yeah. It, it, it every 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 single thing that was always a meeting could have been an email. Now we realize that you know there's just oh. so much this pandemic has just like shown us. It's kind of crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. But hey, we're all we're all yeah. gonna we're all making it. You know, we're gonna get there. So like, what what's like the ultimate role that you would want to play? Like, what is your ultimate dream role? Like, if if there is one, is it like a is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Is it like an action sci fi type movie? Like, what do you what would you um, what would you if someone was like, hey, we're gonna give you some money. What kind of what kind of role do you want to play? We want to put you in it. What do you want to do? Oh man, you know what? Like, a, a, like a drama is always like you know something that I'd love to do. You know, some like a heartfelt piece, yeah. obviously. You know, um, it's 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 a mixed bag of feelings, to be honest, man. Like, you know, you want to do something fun like a comedy. You see how much fun those guys always have on set when like, you know, when it's that tight knit group and they're improving and they're just yeah. ripping off each other. And like, that looks like a lot of fun. Um, and then like, you know, after my experience of being on Superman and Lois and uh, just getting to do some action stuff, I'm like, oh, like how badass would it be to be in like an action film? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. about that all the time. Like I just think about like, oh, man, you know, one day I just hope like Marvel has a character that I just fit so perfectly for. Perfectly. Yeah. That like, I just like, there's like him, him. They yeah. just find me on Instagram and they're like, we want that guy to play that this, guy. this villain or this. I think I'd want, here's the thing is like, yeah, I think I want to play a villain. If I was in that type of, if, if, if they were giving me a genre like that, if someone was like, Hey, we're we're making some type of action superhero movie. What do you want to play? I think I want to play the villain. You be the villain. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I want to. I think because it'd be fun to. It's not something like I can do in real life. It's like you can't be the bad. Like I can't be the bad guy. And I think it'd be fun <laughs> to act like that. Yeah, you know, and yeah, have that oh, persona. Sure. And then, yeah, that's and that's the beauty of acting, right? You get, yeah. get to to be someone you're not. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? you get to pretend to be someone else, and that would be super fun. 
we should uh, we should lobby to to Marvel. <laughs> Listen, they got so many characters. Can I just play one? I'll I'll do you yeah. know when they reboot X Men, I can be Beast. Like I'm cool with that. Or you I know, mean, why not? Like give I mean, us a he's, shot. He's right? a good he's a good guy. But like you know, I can be someone terrible. I could be yeah, horrible. Like, yeah, I could play someone small. Yeah, whatever. Just put me in yeah. there. I'll you know. Yeah. I could play. I could play a raccoon if you want. I could do the voice <laughs> of that if you need me. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Love it. So I know you're a big Lego guy. I'm a huge Lego guy. Um, yeah. Your Lego game is on point. Mine is just in a in a storage unit somewhere. <laughs> what what uh what um what are you building right now? What do you want to build next? I know you got some like big pieces yeah. of, uh, like in front of you there. Yeah, I got some big pieces, and you know, as much as I want to build like the, say the Millennium Falcon or the Star Destroyer, it's just a matter of like time and space. Yeah. You know, I'm running out of space, but I keep on buying, which is it's the curse. It's it's awful. Like I have <laughs> I have uh uh the discovery and the the discovery space shuttle coming oh, right God. now. Yeah, that's yeah. so do you do them all you can't do them all. I feel like you can't do these all in one day. But do you glue them together? Do you keep them like intact? No. Okay. Okay. No, I know some people I know some people that build them because like you know, because they're obsessed with them and they don't want it, they don't want to take up destroy them ever again so they keep it intact yeah. by gluing it all together yeah no 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 i would i would just take it apart if i had to i've never i haven't had to move yet and that's right. like my fear i'm like this day i build the big one is the day that i'm gonna find out i have to move into the fucking tiny apartment <laughs> so you gotta think positive man you'd be like the day i build a big one is the day yeah, that some studio day. comes to me and offers me a million dollars to be you know the lead oh, actor yeah. and then like you know and then i get to move into yeah. a bigger place True, true, true. I'm gonna start spinning the positive. Gotta spin like, that positive, bro. Spin it positive. Yeah. So right now I'm working on the Ecto One. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's about halfway built. Okay. Working on that, and then uh, the next piece. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it might be one of the. It might, it might be the Discovery. I don't know. We'll okay. see. Okay. Also got like a the Darth Vader helmet coming. Yeah, you got a lot of Star Wars. I know you, you love Star Wars as much as I do. Yeah, uh, a lot of Star Wars. Have you yeah, been? Yeah. Have you been like? Have you been watching like the stuff on Disney Plus, the Marvel and the Star Wars verse that they have out there? Yeah. Are yeah, you into yeah. it? Oh yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's yeah. pretty amazing. The um. I got my Mando shirt on. Oh, you got your Mando shirt? Nice, nice. I got I got my Star Wars jammies. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars jam in the house. <laughs> amazing. Um. Yeah, I've been watching it. Like, uh, I loved WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. dude. WandaVision was perfect. Ridiculous. Like, yeah. what What a way to tell a story. I, I, I think it was it was interesting because I watched the first two episodes. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to give, I'm going to watch the whole thing regardless of what they were feeding me at that point. But I was like, what are they going for here? <laughs> I dig, I was digging at the whole, like, every episode was a, was a TV genre decade. I thought it was yeah. fantastic. I thought that was brilliant, and it and it was just it it spoke to so many different generations, you know, and it oh. taught generations about you know previous you know previous, decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought I thought Paul Bettany's was acting was fantastic. Elizabeth mm -hmm. Olsen's acting uh, was fantastic. It, they 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 really did a great job casting the whole thing. Oh yeah, everybody was was amazing, and like the, you know, it, it left you was kind of like wondering like. What's going on? You yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, like, I think it's position in your face so much where you're like, yeah, oh. yeah, and it, it left you a lot of like this. Oh, could this happen? Oh, you see that they've they brought her children into this. Who's next? Yeah. Who are they gonna? Is, is Strange gonna come in? Like who? And then they, you know, they brought in so many crazy characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you watching uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? Have you started watching that yet? I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty current on that one as it's, well. It's it's good. It's it's different. And which it's I knew different. it was going to be. It was I knew it was going to be yeah. a buddy cop thing. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't really. You can't really compare those two. They're no, like completely different works of art. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, you know, it's more of the typical typical kind of Marvel fare, I would say. Yeah, it's just action packed. It's got like I think you know the twist is, and um, you tell me what you think your your theory is because this is only going to be this this thing is only going to be from what I understand six episodes. Oh, okay. So I, okay. we're halfway done from what I understand. 
Um, but I think what happens is, uh, is that Johnny Walker, John Walker, I think turns bad. I think okay. he goes the way of um, one nation, one people, the 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 red fist, whatever red hand people. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I think because I think he's he gets frustrated because everyone you can see it. Everyone's just like you're not you're not the captain. You're not real cap, which he's not. He never will be. Um, yeah. And I think he really wants that, regardless of what he thinks, what he says he doesn't want. I think he does want that, and I think he turns somehow turns yeah. bad and he becomes a super soldier. Uh, they inject him with all that stuff, and that's I think at some point, uh, Sam and um, and uh, what's his name? Um, Jesus Christ, Bucky. They get Bucky? the sh- they get the shield back somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're definitely they're definitely getting that shield back. Um, yeah. I, I it's interesting uh, to to see where it's going. I'm I don't know. I don't know if if. If he's gonna turn, if, if Walker's gonna turn or not, yeah, you know, I, it's, I mean? it's yeah, or he becomes like a different version of Captain America, right? Because there was, I'm pretty sure there was in the several. comic in the comic books there were several Captain Americas, but I think one of them was played by but was played by Falcon Sam Sam's character. Yeah, one I think was played. And because we, I think in the comic book the way it were, and he references it, Bucky references it, he becomes the the White Wolf. Yes, which is what they reference in Civil War when he goes to when he goes to Wakanda. He's like he's the White Wolf now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think because I'm curious, I'm wondering why it's only six episodes. Because I see what I saw with Wandavision was how they're intertwining this with, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Doctor Strange is uh, the next yeah. madness in the yeah. multiverse because she's gonna be the, she's gonna be. I didn't think Agatha Agatha excuse me Agatha Harkness is gonna be in that as well. Yes. So all three of them are going to be major roles in that, which is kind of cool. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Falcon, how, I mean, Falcon and Mullen Children will always play into the verse, but like what yeah. movies are they going to play into is what I'm curious. <sighs> I mean, it'll definitely yeah. be an Avengers movie. Be, I don't know if it would be like part of like. Like Thor? <laughs> yeah. But Thor, I think is going to be the whole culmination of those movies with uh, what's her name? It's uh, becoming female Thor. Oh yeah, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Right? Yeah, I think that's that's the whole premise of that, and I think Thor is also going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three Guardians. from one year's day. So, yes, because yes, he was last seen with them, wasn't he? That's yeah. That's how he leaves out. That's how he yeah. yeah they all fly away with one another. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a it's. I'm I'm excited for this verse. I'm 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 really excited. With the Disney stuff, because I feel like Disney has done such a good job with their TV shows. Like, I'm excited to see Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm excited to see the Book of Boba yes. that's coming uh-huh. out. Oh, that's going to be brilliant. And Man- Mandalorian was fantastic. And, they, I, and I think they're going to do a third third season with that as well. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe they've confirmed they're doing a third season of it. And, uh, and you know, the, the Book of Boba or whatever it's, yeah. it is, it's going to be uh, a different... Uh, Spin-off. It's been better than the movies. It's been better than the past three movies. I mean, you know, I, everyone has their own take on the three movies. I didn't hate them, but yeah, I didn't hate them. But like, this has stepped it up. They need they need to put that they needed to put that whole thing to bed. Like, I I'm excited to see the the new series and ep- things that are going to come out. Yeah, movie wise. like the the Skywalker saga to to sleep. Yeah, yeah. like let's focus on the rest of the the world that's been built. Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. I'm excited for that so stuff. Much. I mean, I again, I was like, it just be a dream to like nail nail a role on one of those shows. Like even even they have the new Mighty Ducks show. Like I was like, when I heard they were doing a new Mighty like a Mighty Ducks TV show, I was like, I want to be yeah. an angry, disappointed parent in the stands. Right. Like, that's yeah. who I want to play, like right. yelling at my kid. <laughs> but where did they? I think did they shoot that up here? Yes. Yeah. They did, they did a lot of, they did a lot. I think they did a lot of production over the past year, year and a half up in Vancouver, whether it was because of the pandemic, not because of pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, they've, they've been doing a lot of shooting elsewhere. Oh yeah. And yeah. we've, we've, the city's been busy. That's it's, good. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not. <laughs> uh, I know they shoot, they shoot a lot of Marvel and X-Men stuff. I know they shot Deadpool, both Deadpools up in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, got to. I saw it uh, like on the bridge. 
it's like actually right by like uh where the my warehouse for work used to be so he's i saw when they were shooting like the bridge scene from the first uh deadpool yeah 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 i'm a viaduct that's so i'm so fucking cool like i i I mean you you don't you don't i feel like you see certain things in la you see a lot of driving scenes right indy you see you you probably see like a lot of driving in la but all the studio stuff is done the studios new york you see certain like you see stuff going on uh movies but it's more for like cops and uh, oh not cops but like law and order svu and like those type of things yeah you know i i feel like the places you get to see cool cool outdoor production where it's like in the city is like vancouver or atlanta atlanta yeah. has atlanta is buzzing with that now yeah yeah and you always know it's Vancouver if you see like mountains, mountains. Yeah, trees, yeah, yeah. Trees, and and like, oh, everything is yeah. There's clean air. You can tell. You can just tell the air is cleaner <laughs> yeah, up in Vancouver yeah. than it is anywhere so else. Smog in the air. Oh, it's definitely Vancouver. Uh, yeah, it's busy up here. Plus, you know, like for us too, you know, we we don't see a lot of like the big stuff being done because there's so many studios now, right? Netflix yeah. has the studio here. There's studios everywhere, yeah. so. A lot of stuff's being shot in there, but, um, you know, uh, from uh, the first uh, Henry, well, the the Henry Cavill, I believe, Superman film, uh, when he's... um, Man of Steel one? Yeah, Man of Steel, when... uh, when he's the helicopter scene and he's, there's a fire going on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was shot in Vancouver? That was shot... You, you did you come to my place when you were in Vancouver? No, no, no. I no didn't, you didn't ever no. come across, but it, like I could see it from like my deck. No shit. Where they shot it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just right by the water, and they had all these shipping containers up, green screen on them. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, pretty- see, that's that. That's cool. That's cool to see. Like everyone, yeah. I think thinks to Hollywood is just always there's movies going on, and there might be. You just don't see it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that'd be see. I, I that's I want to like I have yet to work on a big production. That's like I think a goal of mine. Whether it's you know I mean prefer to be acting in it, but even if I get to like you know AD it or whatever, or be an assistant camera, whatever it may be, I just yeah. want to be on a movie set because it's just something I've always wanted to do. Um, but you know we'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In, in due time, man. Like you're you're I'm watching you. You're always progressing, always growing, <laughs> Thanks, always dude. doing something new, man. So like there's nowhere to go but up and for for all of us oh absolutely how you feel about your raptors this year man they're not looking too good oh man it's uh it's been it's been uh disheartening yeah listen you got the chip man you got the chip you got the exactly why you, know, like, you got it all it was amazing it was a great run um no one thought we could do it and we did so i'll take it let me ask you this let me ask you this yeah. If KD stays healthy, do you think you still win that chip? If KD stays healthy, forget about for about Clay, because if Clay's gone, yeah. Clay's gone. But no, if like KD, we would have figured out how to clamp him down. Okay. You know, we we did it to Anatokounmpo. It took us a couple games. No, that's but true. we figured him out. Dude, Kawhi was just on, Kawhi was on something that you Kawhi was just right. on it. And he he could turn it on any point. I mean, he might turn it on for the Clippers this year. We'll, we'll see like you know what's the guy doing like let's go win it there it's not doing so great well the, the lakers aren't doing so great right now. yeah i mean lakers i mean bronze injured bronze the score of that team like people yeah. I, I like when i mean listen i'm a jordan guy but i also love bron okay you know okay. because i look what, i mean bron's done so much for a lot of people but like i think he you can claim that you know i mean listen i'll i, I totally get it. he's been on some super ridiculous teams ridiculous teams oh yeah absolutely but you know i think last year that championship i mean it was a weird year to see a championship one it's been hard watching sports but uh yeah. we can get that in a minute but like it's the i think you know if bronze on in that team even if they have ad and all, they don't they don't win a championship you know and i don't no. and i don't know and this year i don't know even if they have bron if they win it because i think that West is so stacked that, you know, with the Clippers, uh, the, the the Nuggets, the Jazz, even mm. the, dude, the Suns look good. It, it, it's so weird looking at the standings. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, listen, I'm a Nets fan. 
I am a sure. Nets fan. And I, I, before they moved to Brooklyn, I was a Nets fan. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. it's weird it's to see top. Brooklyn. It was weird to see the Nets at the top of the division. That hasn't happened since 2000, 2001 when they had Vince Carter and Kidd. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the Nets are insane. I mean, it's just, it's a it's a ridiculously talented team. I I it's 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 almost makes me. I don't want to say it doesn't want me make me be a fan, but to see that yeah. much, I like I like parody. I like seeing parody in, in the NBA or in any sport really. I never like it when there's super teams, but it seems that right now in the NBA, there's just so much talent that every team, that all the top four or five teams are super teams. You look at Philly, yeah. you look at Milwaukee, you look at uh, uh, Brooklyn, um, and then just definitely look at the you know the West. And it's like the, the, the deep talent pool, right? Yeah. I mean, West. you can even – listen, if Washington could find a bigger – another big man between mm-hmm. Beal and, and Westbrook, that's a super team. They're yeah. just not playing like – they're just not playing it well right now. Yeah. Yeah. So – I agree. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't know how it's all going to shake out at the end of the day, but I'm hoping the Nets win. I would just like to see Nets win one, just one, and if yeah, it's this year, and then that's it. Break up the team after. I don't give a shit. One for Zach. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Either this year or next year. And you know, you can you can crap on Katie. You can crap on Hart. That's fine. I just want a championship for that team. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care who brings it to me. You know, the you know Laker, know I mean? the Lakers. It's dude. It's it's interesting. I've never. Grow up in New York, you know, I, I was a Yankees fan. So, like, you know, I get it. Like, you know, the, you're used to winning. The Yankees are great. The Yankees are fantastic. Yeah. Out here, it's just so different because the Lakers, it's like, it. it's, I, I see Yankee, I see Yankeeism in Lakerism. Do you know, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. being out here, it's just like, the Lakers can't do any wrong. LeBron can't do any wrong. But then the moment they do do something wrong, they, they're, they want to throw them under the bus. They want to break up the team. They want to destroy everything. It <laughs> sounds uh, sounds like uh, Canuck fans. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Is that the way the it works? Riots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. The right. Yeah, I remember that. What was I like that? to set things on fire. What was that? What, what year was that? 2004 when it was Vancouver versus someone in <laughs> Vancouver. Either won or lost, and they had a huge... I think Vancouver lost. There was a huge riot, but then I think then it happened again, like several years later, and everyone was kind of joking, "Oh yeah, you know, we lose is going to be a riot." And I was working at Boston Pizza over on this side of the water, and by the end of my shift, I looked over and it was nothing but helicopters and streams of smoke coming out of the city, and I'm like, Fuck. "Couldn't even get on the sea bus to go across because you know everyone's like, oh, let's go and check it out.' But of course, of course, like locking it down." Yeah, no, it's absolutely crazy. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad that I I don't invest myself into sports like that. Yeah, no, I I I'm big on raps, but you wouldn't catch me setting anything on fire. Yeah, I I I don't know. It's weird. Like I've lost, and I think it's just you know I think it's just because of the pandemic. I've lost like my interest in watching sports. Like I used to have sports on in the background, and used to be yeah. you know, and I can still do it with NFL. I can do I do it with NBA, but I'm not. It's just it's I'm not invested in it. And I think it's because there's no maybe it's because there's no fans in the stands. Maybe because it just feels weird. Um, yeah. It felt wrong. It felt wrong for a long time that all these things were happening, even though people were dying. Um, so I don't know. I, it's I, I'm, ex, I'm I'm excited for baseball to start back up. Like it's weird. Like I was talking with Indy. Like he's a huge Dodgers fan. I'm a Yankees fan. They're, they, I think, are allowing like 6,000 people in attendance each game for Dodger games, which is yeah. I like. And, and I'm kind of excited. I mean, again, I'm not going to watch on TV, but I'm I'm excited just to go to the game. I'm excited to go, like, return to that type of life where I can sit down, have a dog, enjoy it, and relax. Yeah, exactly. Want to go have a ballpark yeah, dog, yeah. have a beer. You know, half, half of going to a baseball game for me was the socializer. Yeah, exactly. You, because it's yeah. it's there, you know. It's like yeah. when the game's picking up, you'll know when the game's picking up. Everyone gets into exactly. it, you know. Exactly. It's not it's not like basketball, which is like you really got to pay attention because it's it's you know it's going back and forth so fast. Forth, yeah. So no, so true, so true. Yeah, I can't wait to to kind of get back to that. But again, like it's like you were saying with going back to work and everything, it's still going to be pretty weird when they're like, hey, you know, stadiums open. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go, it's go it's weird. 
It's where they're talking about uh, LA opening full, uh, uh, entirely open by mid June. And, wow. and, 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 and I'm not hating on it. Um, it's just crazy to me that like we're finally at this point because it never felt like it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's insane. Uh, but it'll be nice to get back to some sense of normalcy. And I'd love to. I would love for you to come down here, man. I mean, I miss seeing you. Miss seeing uh, you. I, I had John. I had John on last week. I talked oh, to yeah? John. And yeah, man. It was good nice, talking. It was nice. good catching with John. He, you know, we yeah, talked about that. talked about uh, you know the good times. He's doing well. Um. Yeah, man. We'd, yeah. We, we got to come down so we can kick it. Dude. And I got to come up. I got to come. Maybe I'll come up this summer. Vancouver's uh, gorgeous. Dude, you're, you've always got a home here. Cool. So. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, absolutely. Even for a weekend, oh, man. If things start moving and, and you can make it up here, dude, please. Well, I sh- I'll be vaccinated please. by then, so it'd be good to go. Good. good. Yeah, are you, you just, about, uh, just about there? I'm almost there. I'll get my second dose uh, in like two weeks. Oh, you got your first one already. Yeah, I got my first one already. See, that's how you guys are ahead of us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's apparently I think it's like 150 million Americans have been vaccinated by now. Which I'm like, wow, okay. Considering we couldn't do, do shit for six months, now we're all of a sudden we're pulling it out. Exactly. It, you guys always had the capability to do it. Yeah, we just. <laughs> you know what I mean? Someone just didn't yeah, want it to happen. Struggling. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, listen, dude, I'm gonna let you go. I'm going to yes, head out sir. as well. Uh, dude, this is sir. great catching up. I'm going to give you a call this weekend so we can catch up more personally and just yeah. shoot the shit. Uh, I miss you, though, man, and um, hope to see you this summer, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, brother. Uh, Chris McRomney, everybody. Go check him out. Chris, what's your social handles? Just plug them real quick for us. Uh, you got me uh, at CrispyMC on Instagram. Uh, that's K-R-I-S-P-Y-M-C. And uh, then I believe... Uh, at Chris McRonnie on Twitter, but that's about it. Sweet. You Check know, him out. Hire this man to be your leading role in any fucking movie because yes, he's fucking talented. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it, brother. I miss hey, you, dude. Appreciate you. I'll talk All to right. you soon, brother. Be good. Peace. Later. Thanks. Peace.